Kevin Durant is a son? LeBron is the all-time leading scorer? Oh my god, welcome back to a crazy episode of the Game 6 Pod with Anthony and Gage. And the biggest news of them all? Jakob Pertl's coming home, baby! Let's, Let's go! go. <laughs> oh man, we got a long one today. I think you guys are really gonna like this one. We got a lot to talk about, so uh, let's just get right into the trades from mm-hmm. the past couple days first. Um, let's start, let's just go to the big teams. Let's start with the Brooklyn Nets, the whole experience of the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, we'll touch on the teams that got their players later, but like, let's just go over what what, what has happened to that roster yeah. in the past three days. So this team obviously lost Kevin Durant, lost Kyrie Irving, Mm-hmm. Lost TJ Warren, Markeith Morris, Kessler Edwards. Who cares about those guys? TJ Warren's nice, but we'll talk about him when we get to the the Phoenix part. They bring in Mikhail Bridges, who Gage Jones loves. Dorian yeah. Finney Smith, who I also love. Cam Johnson, who I also love. Spencer Dinwiddie, who's cool. Uh, four firsts from Phoenix. Dinwiddie's plus back. A pick swap. Facts. Dinwiddie's back, back home. Four firsts from Phoenix, plus a Phoenix pick swap, plus a Dallas first. Plus five seconds. Mm-hmm. That is for the, for the two players that they gave up in that trade. I think they did pretty well for themselves. Uh yeah. In a vacuum, the Kyrie Irving thing is weird. I think it's a good. It's it, honestly, yeah, you're right. It's a good haul, given that like his contract's only half a year. It's not like oh, it's Kyrie for Dorian Finney-Smith. It's like half a year, of Kyrie. For Dorian in a first in a 2029 yeah. Dallas first which like honestly the way Kyrie goes through teams may end up being pretty <laughs> valuable when Luca True. asks out because of the Kyrie drama that happens within the next couple of years but as I said we'll get there when we get there for Brooklyn like what's the I guess they're gonna build around Mikael Bridges now is like their centerpiece or like can't yeah I, I think so uh, like Cam Thomas is good he's gonna he's another big piece on that team but Mikael Bridges as of right now is the guy yeah I think for sure um I think Mikel Bridges is like one of the one of the like best things you could have gotten for Kevin Durant is is as well as um, picks. Like they wanted a young player and picks. He's one of the best young players that still get you picks. Like obviously in the summer, like they were uh, the Celtics were floating uh, Jalen Brown, um, but I'm pretty sure there was no picks involved, very minimal picks. Um, so yeah, like Kim uh, or. Um, Oh my god! How uh, my Bridges is Mikhail. sick. Mikael, Mikael. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's like he's honestly just better OG. He literally doesn't miss games. I think he played every single game last year. He uh, is defensive player of the year type of guy. Good um, three point shooter. He's got good mid range. He can create his own shot. Yeah, and he's developing too. I feel like he's averaging. Uh, he's just a better better offensive player every year. Um, I don't know if he's a, he's definitely not a build around guy. You are not gonna ever like win with him as your sole guy but he's like uh he's a really nice piece to have rather build around him than larry marketing and utah's in a playing spot right now so who knows <laughs> uh but no i don't think he's a long-term build around guy but even if they wanted to move him down the road like you gotta think if the three firsts for og is to be believed you probably get a comparable if not better haul for mikhail bridges mm-hmm. right uh even if not i would be very surprised if you were to stay healthy that you would get like less than two firsts and if you were to get less than two firsts you'd probably well yeah i'm pretty sure i was hearing og was being offered for like um starter and two picks and you yeah like you said you got to admit you got to think um bridges would dictate more not only because he's the actually the better player but also just the availability part and he's younger yeah oh yeah and and like 
honestly, I'm I'm so excited to for this team. I I think uh, I think they're still probably gonna be in a play at least a play in spot at the end of the season. So I'm excited to see like these players like kind of in weird roles, like mm. how they do in like big games like that. Like if it's like a two point game and a playing game versus the Raptors, like <laughs> are we giving this ball to Cam Thomas or like? <laughs> Like what's what's the deal? I'm I'm super uh, excited to see how this team plays. I love funky teams like this. I don't think I'm gonna be watching almost any of the Brooklyn games. Maybe a couple just to see how uh, how it's going early on. But uh, I'm I'm thinking like two weeks from now I will completely stop watching Brooklyn games, which is sad. You you are you yeah. Also, I watched a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially when I, they had Harden. I, I will probably watch more Brooklyn games now. I hated that team when they had any combination of those three players together. Mm. Uh, and I love I love Mikael Bridges. I love Dodo too. I I, I like Dodo's great. He uh, it's it, that's another big pickup. I think I think Bridges that's Dorian Finney Smith. Yeah, is think, Dodo. Yeah, I okay. think I think Bridges Finney Smith and Claxton is going to be a pretty scary front line to have on defense. On defense for sure. Uh, that I mean, is actually yeah, good point. That is a really good. I think honestly they they basically put themselves back in how they were before they got Kyrie and KD. Uh, a little bit weird that they don't have their own picks and that they have a bunch of other teams' picks. And I, I, I think they've ended up losing picks given what they... Well, they lost picks to Houston and gained... Anyways, um, they're about basically where they were when they... Um, uh, before they got KD and Kyrie. And uh, they're leaving themselves as a good destination for the next uh, disgruntled star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I guess we could do a best-case scenario or worst-case scenario for Brooklyn Nets. I feel like the best case scenario, they get some cap off the books in a couple of years, and as you said, they bring in a star, mm-hmm. and they can, and then they can, they can probably bring one in free agency and then trade for one with the, the amount of assets. The big problem with Brooklyn though is the whole uh, Ben Simmons thing, making thirty million dollars. I think for not only this year and then the next two years. Yeah, which is brutal. Burning a hole in your book. He like w- literally, we're recording this right. Um, on the 9th of February, and they're currently playing, and Ben Simmons isn't even starting after they gave away KD and Kyrie. No, it's it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so good. It's not so good. But, like, maybe this is what he needs. Like, because I, I think there are many people who are going to be like me. They're, Brooklyn's not going to get as many TV games and stuff, and maybe nice little under-the-radar thing is exactly what Ben Simmons needs, and he... Maybe he does a whole Wiggins type deal. Obviously, Wiggins never hit the lows that Ben Simmons at right now, but like maybe he starts emerging. People are like, oh wow, he's actually this guy's pretty good. Yeah, I think the worst case scenario for Brooklyn off of this trade is they're just straight up not good for the next like four or five years. And the Don't Suns own any are of their picks, and the Suns can like retool after the Durant Chris Paul era ends in two years. Right. Let's say they're able to retool that into another era of winning around Devin Booker because right. you got to think and Booker's going to be good for the next six years. Maybe they don't even need to retool. Maybe Aiden becomes a, a good second mm-hmm. star, and the, and Booker and Aiden becomes the Kobe Shaq kind of deal. That right. like you know they'd never be Kobe and Shaq. They will but never. like close enough, you know, close, sure. close enough to be a deep run playoff team. Like if they're if, we're getting pretty fantasy here, but yeah, it's possible. I mean, this Phoenix team like they could retool. Like if they if they're like the twenty fifth pick for a lot of those picks, like that's top for yep. Brooklyn, hundred percent. Um, but what we will do now. Um, let's, let's go to Phoenix, because we're okay. already kind of talking about them, you know? Yeah. And then we'll, we'll hit Dallas after. We'll hit Dallas. We'll hit all the boys. All the boys who are making some moves. Yeah. So- Gage here has put a document of every single team and all their, uh, what they received and what they, uh, gave away. So that's just what we're looking at right now. Mm-hmm. 
So, Phoenix Suns. They gained Kevin Durant, TJ Warren, Darius Beasley. They lost Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, Dario Saric. Four of their first-round picks, one pick swap, and a second-round pick. Wow. That is, like, this, this Phoenix team, it's... They're in a different conversation now than they were like a few days ago. It's not only does this put them in a position to win now in a way they kind of weren't before, but mm-hmm. it puts them in a position where they have to win now in a way that they weren't before. I mean, really, this team has like a two-year window. I think this year and next year, realistically. Yeah. Um, as much and as I said, a lot heavier on this year, I think, especially with the Chris Paul piece. Yeah. Uh, the, I guess the counterpoint to that would be next year, a full year of Kevin Durant working into the team. And you better. can make offseason moves to fill in a little bit of that depth loss. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, wow. I think I think they're the best team in the West. And I think they're the second best team in the league after this trade. Mm, yeah. Um, I'm not buying it. Look, if I was the GM of the Suns, I would do this trade in a heartbeat. I would give away more picks even to do this trade. Um, but I do not think they're going to win anything. Uh, this Phoenix team that we've seen has literally never beaten a team when all, when their, uh, top three players are healthy. And, uh, they went from having one of the deepest teams the year they make the finals. Then, uh, they, uh, slowly lose, um, a couple pieces. And then now they've like gutted their team where, um, they just have absolutely no depth at all. Um, it's kind of like the LeBron. It sounded like the AD move to the Lakers. The only problem is like Booker and uh, Paul are not LeBron James in my eyes, and I don't think either even the combination of the two makes up for it. Um, but they can easily win a championship. Um, oh, but easily. I don't see it. I like I am ridiculously high on this. I Phoenix would bet Suns against team. them winning a championship. I think I think Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker is a better big three than Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving fit wise with the defense and the low amount of touches that Chris Paul needs. Even thirty seven year old Chris Paul. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it's a better finishing lineup than Chris Paul's ever played with, including Lob City and the twenty eighteen Rockets that took the Golden yep. State Warriors to seven. That's like, true. I think this team, like their closing lineup. Like, and, like, they've got this, like, Torrey Craig is a perfectly fine fifth guy in a starting lineup. If he was healthy in that Bucks series, I mean, maybe there's a chance things turn out differently. There's a, lot, a couple two-point games in there that would be nice to just have a dude. Like, just to have one more body to throw in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also like, no Pat Connaughton. Yeah, there. I mean, but, fair. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, no Dario Sarge. But, like, true. Uh, like, Kevin Durant, like, DeAndre Aiden is a great fourth player. And Chris Paul, even falling off, is a really good third best player. And Devin Booker is one of the best second best players on a team in the league, if not the best. Uh, no, well, like AD's the best, second best maybe. Uh, like better than uh, it's him or Paul George, Kyrie Irving, but he's, they're up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think this seems great. Uh, the only problem is I do think if they don't win this year, they don't win next year. They don't win. Uh, let's even give them the year after that. Uh, then it's a it's disaster. A little, it's a little bleak. <laughs> it's a little bleak. Um, I mean, the the one thing I will say, uh, they picked the wrong stars for health wise. Yeah, uh, everyone's a little bit hurt, but they picked the right stars for drama wise. <laughs> Kevin Durant doesn't like drama. 
Chris Paul, never a super drama filled. He doesn't ask out of teams usually. Mm. I mean, dude played a year in OKC with a pretty trash team and stuck yep. it out and took him to a good playoff spot and tried his hardest every night. Yeah. And like you got three guys who are pure ballers who just care about the craft. And I think that they're like Kevin Durant is the perfect superstar the, to add to a and, team like that. And um everyone always talks about how you just need dudes who can get buckets in the playoffs and they have the three best mid-range shooters not named Damar on their team. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're, they're going to be really fun to watch. Uh, and as I said, they could win all this year and they could win all next year. I would give that trade uh, an A plus because uh, like you, you make trades and you sign free agents for the purpose of winning a championship. That's the reason you make any move in the NBA at least the long reason like there's smaller reasons there are steps on the way to winning a championship but mm-hmm. like if your long-term goal isn't to win a championship then like you should get out of this business and a move for a player like Kevin Durant brings you closer to a championship more than any other move could it's That's like right it's just in a different level than trading for like DeMontis Sabonis or trading for CJ McCollum or trading for DeMar DeRozan like even trading for like a Drew Holiday player, it's such a ceiling raiser that mm-hmm. uh, I like you have to make it if you're Phoenix. Like like they're close enough to a championship that at some point you gotta make the big swing, and they made the biggest swing. You have to make that deal every single time. But um, I am learning from if I'm taking what I've seen from uh, the Clippers and I'm taking what I've seen from the Nets, I'm giving this trade. A B plus. I would do it every single time. You, if you called, I would do it if I'm the Raptors. I'm giving away like OG, uh, Scotty, and like whatever. How many? How many picks? Seven picks. Whatever. I, I don't yeah. even know if the money matches, but like yeah, whatever. Sure. Like yeah. whatever he wants. And like, like we're like, not as good as the Suns. <laughs> yeah, Joe Sy calls me. I'm giving whatever he wants. Yeah. So like, I would easily do this trade, but yeah. I think it'll end up not working out for them. That's just what I. I would be willing to put money on it if you want to make this deal right now that they make it further in the playoffs than Brooklyn ever did, which would be making the conference finals <laughs> or further. Brooklyn didn't even make the conference finals. They're, they've only won one. Yeah, but I'm saying make it further. Like make it they further. They make the conference finals? Yeah, I think they make the conference finals or further. So and if they make equal, I, I win the bet? Yeah. Okay, so they have to go further? Yeah. Um, hmm. No, no, no. I would say they, are, they are, won't get out of the West. I'd take that bet. But uh, I wouldn't take that bet. It's tough. It's tough to win three series in a row. Okay. Um, but I like. I think that they'll probably do better than the Clippers ever did. I think they would come out of the West. I would. Uh, I would assume so. I would. Ass- uh, just right now. I mean, you got to pick somebody to come out of the West any given year. Yep. You can't just say nobody's coming out. I think uh, Phoenix is the best team in the West this year. Uh, I don't know. I think. Uh... They don't have the best player in the West, I'll tell you that much. Denver does. I think they have the best playoff player in the West. And I don't even think Denver has the second best playoff player in the West. I think Luke is second. Really? <laughs> Jokers doesn't he's not he doesn't ever choke. Though. You can make the argument that he was the second best player, second most important player to his team when they went to the conference finals. That Jamal Murray. Only had in the first round, player. you could argue that. Uh, I thought Jamal Murray was pretty good against the Lakers as well. I and, and the Lakers. Uh, like, oh, you, in the round they got eliminated in? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but no, yeah. I know, no, I, I get your point. I would, I, I still have more faith in Denver than, uh, I would in the Suns team. Um, I am kind of a hater though, a little bit. I don't, Devin Booker is one of my least favorite superstars. And I used to like Chris Paul, uh, up until he like recently just been doing some such weird shit. And again, like the him whole, like, 
pushing Giannis and all this stuff. Uh, I don't know. He's just rubbing me the wrong way. I'm definitely rooting against this team for sure. I do like KD, but oh uh, yeah, I'm rooting against this team. Uh, so that might be why I'm uh, talking crazy. But uh, yeah, I, I will I also don't see be, it. I will also be rooting against them. I do not like this team. Oh, okay, they're one of my least favorite teams, at least contender teams in the league. Um, but you just can't deny that they're going to be good. I just think they're great, and right. I've like I've hated both of the last two teams that Kevin Durant was on. And on one of them, he's a Finals MVP. And on the other one, it's like, dude, they're like an injury away. And you know what? This team, it can get injured too. But like, um, yeah, I just think they've got so much talent at their top end. And like, yeah, it's very similar to the AD trade is what I'll say. Also though, I think you run that back and most of the times the Lakers don't win a championship. I think they got blessed by COVID. They got blessed that they all got to take time off, get their bodies right, get into the bubble, and uh, and then just basically go right into the playoffs. Like play a couple, like what, eight games or something before, um, and then get to go right into the playoffs. I think um, it's way more likely that even if you run that scenario, that uh, one of those players gets injured, that AD can't make four straight uh, playoff rounds, and <laughs> I think the Suns are gonna be an example of that where I just don't see all three of them being healthy also. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, th- I think you have to get lucky to win a championship. For always. sure. Yep. Uh, I think, th- I think that's a bit of a false narrative. That Lakers team was amazing all year and no team even took a game or two off of them. And, like who's going to beat them in the West? Like Houston, the fucking Clippers, like clip that Clippers team. I think we've seen it. Right. Point, didn't even make zero it. chance. They Denver, ever Utah. And like Kawhi Leonard is a player who I think needs more rest than AD does. And Kawhi Leonard had that rest for that playoff series and was put up his worst playoff game I've ever seen in game six, right. seven. You're but, right uh, that. but that's, an... we, we got to keep going through teams. Okay. We will. Let's go Dallas. Dallas, Dallas. Cause next. we did, we did Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. 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 Man, look at that bad Lakers team. <laughs> Dallas, pretty simple. Gain, Kyrie Irving, Markeith Morris, lose, Dorian Finney Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, a first, two seconds. Good trade. Great trade. <laughs> Good trade. Um, I think the, I'm going to assume at least that, uh, Kyrie is going to get extended. I, I think that, um, it's crazy to make this kind of move unless you have, at least some sort of obviously like any guarantee from Kyrie isn't doesn't mean much, but I think all Kyrie wants is four years. And I honestly, I don't understand why Brooklyn wouldn't give him four years. I wouldn't give him four years. He refused to play for that team. There was game. like five teams going after him. Worst case scenario, you extend him, and then he, you get a bigger return when you want to flip up because now you have the better contract. I think, and if I was a Dallas fan, I would talk myself into Kyrie Irving. I think Kyrie Irving is a uh, organizational cancer. True. Um, he is. There's no team that uh, he's been on that he hasn't left, and the fans have been upset. Yeah, and I think so. The best case scenario, let's put it right here: Luka Doncic, pretty similar offensive game to LeBron James, right? Okay. And Kyrie Irving is the best offensive fit as a guard next to LeBron James ever. ever. As a guard, yeah. Like ever, like, like bigs work better with LeBron if you're if they're a superstar. But like, yeah, I think he's the perfect as a guard. Like nobody's yeah. better than Kyrie. Yeah, like uh, if within, he was a better defender, like, that'd be nice. Like, but uh, but you're right. Those t- Luka Doncic can be the best player on championship team. I-, I believe that, even though I haven't seen it. But I believe that at, at some yep. point his career will be. 
And Kyrie Irving is proven to be able to be the second best player on a yep. championship team. And I don't think he's much worse than he was in Cleveland. Right. This team, probably not this year. They kind of have no depth. Could win a championship with those two players. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario. This situation goes so poorly <laughs> that it means the Mavericks lose Luka. Right. Which I don't even think that that's that crazy of a situation. Mm-hmm. I think that that could definitely happen. Like Kyrie, like other than Boston, who were able to keep their players, like LeBron left Cleveland after the Kyrie situation. Like right. Katie left Brooklyn after the Kyrie situation. Right. Harden didn't even wait for Kyrie to ask out. Yeah. He was like, fuck this guy, I'm gone. Right. Like this could go so poorly mm-hmm. for them. But I think it's a good trade. Yeah, yeah, we've already seen a game of it, and Kyrie is great. Um, I think I heard this on some podcast. I think it's Zach Lowe said this. Did you know that um, Kyrie, his teams when he plays and doesn't play have almost an identical win percentage, but it also he has literally played with amazing players every single stop. Yeah, he's been at, and I think that's more a testament of it. Um, yeah, he's the weirdest player we have in the NBA. It's like him or Kawhi for such different reasons on why they're like so weird for like such good players. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. He like man, we I love him. He uh, he's sick to watch. He made this trade deadline fun. Like the, people were saying that this was going to be like uh, oh, prepare for a quiet trade deadline, one of the worst trade deadlines, and then uh, classic Kyrie had to stir shit up, and now it's very exciting, and we get to do uh this podcast about it um so yeah good trade it sucks that you lost um finney smith um but uh yeah who else they lose spencer dinwiddie a first in a couple seconds right so the dinwiddie is just a straight upgrade um the finney smith is tough like who's their best defender like Dwight Powell? It's Maxi Kleba. Right, which Kleba. Is tough. Like, <laughs> but then they have no one else. And, like, who's their third best player? Like, Tim Hardaway? Yeah. Like, that team. Uh, we'll see. I think next year's Dallas Mavericks. Christian Wood. W- will show you. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is Christian Wood. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you extend Christian Wood? I guess you do. Just to try and, like, get some sort of amount on the asset. I, like, hate having, like, Christian Wood, Kyrie yeah. Irving, and Luka being my top three paid players. Right. No one's defending anyone on the floor. Um, but, you know, uh, we'll see. I think if, I, I said this pretty much right when the trade happens. I'll stick to it now. Kyrie Irving uh, is on this team for two playoff runs. I think it's a W for mm. Dallas. Um, I think if they can extend him and have that asset, even if Kyrie wants to ask out again, uh, we've seen the him, like, no matter what... No matter how much anti-Semitic or um, refusing to play games or whatever he does, teams still want Kyrie Irving on their uh, roster. And uh, if you can get that extension, you will get more than what you gave up for him. Because it's just more valuable to lock him, to have the dude locked yeah. down. Yeah. We'll, like, we'll, we'll see. Like, but you even brought up the point he could fucking retire. Like, anytime. Yeah. He, like, he could, he could do anything. Yeah. Uh, nothing's off the table for Kyrie Irving. Uh, this trade... It's grade realistically is a question mark for me because it's Kyrie Irving and it's tough to assess it. But I would give it like a B plus. Uh, Luca wanted uh, Luca wanted help, and they got him help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... uh, keeping your superstar happy with the trade, I think, is always good. Yeah, not knowing if you're gonna extend him 
And if it's predicated on how they do this season, which I'm assuming, uh, obviously I have to go into this blind, giving this rating. I'm going to assume that Kyrie is going to look at how this year goes and depending on how it goes, resize. Given that, I'm giving this like a B minus. Cool. Who else we got going on? We'll, we'll, we'll do some rapid fire through basically all the other teams. Sure. Uh, I know that there's a big Lakers trade, but we'll just go through all these guys. Yeah. Atlanta Hawks. They had Sadiq Bey, Garrison Matthews, Bruno Fernando. They lose Justin Holiday, Frank Kaminsky, seven second round picks. Sadiq Bey is an okay young player. Right. I don't know if he's worth seven second round picks. And if I'm Atlanta, like, it's... Is Justin the older Holiday? Yeah. Okay. If I'm Atlanta, it's like... Just treading water. And yeah, would have loved. Would have it's, loved a, it's a big nothing trade. Would have loved to move John Collins for a piece that's happier to be on your team right. uh, at the trade deadline, or move DeAndre Hunter, or move like because like obviously they need they need something, right? And that like Sadiq Bay isn't something. It's just he's not like yeah. he's like an inefficient bucket. They're chucker. a tough team. They, honestly, they could be like one coach change away from being good, but um. I don't know. I, I, there's something weird going on with the whole like Trey Young and the coach. Know. And I think Nate McMillan's a good weird coach. Shit. I think Trey Young's kind of uncoachable. Um, I, I honestly, <laughs> I agree. I think, I think that's more likely to be true. But yeah, we, we have to see. It could be that like uh, he wants a Steve Nash dude who'll just let him do whatever he wants, and then I don't know, maybe it can work out. But we'll, we'll whatever. Speak about Steve Nash. That dude is like chilling on a beach somewhere. Like, just <laughs> absolutely. Thank God. I, I don't have to deal with, with this shit. Yeah. Ah uh, man, it's good old Steve Nash. Canadian Next. legend. Love him. You uh, miss Celtics? Excuse I do not give. Celtics get Mike Muscala for two seconds. Who okay. cares? This is the <laughs> uh, aside from this being this will be labeled the Kevin Durant trade deadline, but this is the second round pick trade deadline. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, Charlotte, not worth talking about. They lose, they basically lose a second, and that's it. And they get Reggie Jackson. Yeah, I would imagine they cut him. Uh, he, like, wouldn't get zero minutes on that team. The, all their one minutes are played by Lamelo and, uh, Rozier. Oh, right, yeah. It's scary, Terry. Um, Denver, get Thomas Bryant, give up Bones Highland, Devon Reed, one second. Fit-wise, sure. Uh, I get the Bones Highland for Thomas Bryant. Uh, Bones is a better player. I'll uh, say that. I do think Bones is the is uh, the better asset uh, and the better player right now. But, um... Sure. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, Thomas Bryant, at least you don't have to play DeAndre Jordan mm-hmm. as your backup center. And then, like, even if you don't want to play him, like, Jeff Green as your backup center, like, Jokic has got to go to the bench at some point. Yeah, like, exactly. He, and you can't just be, like, bleeding, like, points every single time he goes. Yeah, and it's, like... I don't know if this is as big of a playoff move as an end of the regular season move, where they like they've got such a big lead in the conference. Give Jokic some time off without having to just be like, "All right, we're gonna be shit for a mm-hmm. little bit." Mm-hmm. I like that; it's okay. Sure. I, I don't. I don't love giving up Bones Highland, but I, I don't think as an asset he'll ever be like worth a lot more than what they got for him. And I wouldn't want to pay him his next contract if I was Denver because he got so much a money on the weird books. trade. Because I feel like Bones has been really good. And Thomas Bryant's been on the up, so I'm surprised both teams wanted to get rid of him, but whatever. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Detroit Pistons. Uh, give up Sadiq Bay, Kevin Knox, bring in James Wiseman. I love that for them. Uh, you do. Sadiq Bay. Uh, as you I haven't given up on Wiseman. I, I think Wiseman and Knox should have been one for one. They're about the same type of player <laughs> for me. Uh, I don't love Sadiq Bay. Uh, as I said before, it kind of takes too many shots from the lads. James Wiseman uh, might be a good pick and roll partner for. Uh, 
either either of their uh, big uh, guards, Cunningham right. or Ivy, uh, could be bad. But then you're just giving up Sadiq Bay for it. Detroit Pistons, you guys did not much, and your young team would have liked to move Bogdanovich for something. True, but he might point. still have a year left on his contract. I, I kind of like just having like a nice vet. And like, yeah, but I feel like you get first for Bogdanovich. Eh, you have enough young talent. It's nice to have a like uh, established shooter. I think. Oh, it's tough this year because Cade's been out. Um, mm-hmm. But like for next year, it'll be nice to have, for Cade to have that. Yeah. Uh sure. What like whatever did yeah, what, you whatever. Like that's such a Golden State adds Gary Payne the second loses James Wiseman. Uh, why didn't trades. they just? Why didn't they just sign him? Yeah, why didn't they just give him the money? Well, I get it, because they have such a huge luxury tax bill. I think I saw that they're saving, like, $50 million on their luxury tax bill by doing it this way. Oh, okay. So it's like, okay, sure. Okay, I understand that. Um, Yeah, you didn't didn't put in... I thought they threw away a bunch of seconds. Uh, They got five seconds uh, for James Wiseman. They traded five seconds for Gary Payton the second. understood. Okay. Uh, yeah, in general, if teams made gained and lost seconds, I just take them out and just sure. leave whatever. Yep. I understand. Seconds, I don't put the year or anything like that because it's like, who cares? Whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, he, he, I like that. yeah, he's he's good in their system. James Wiseman doesn't play. James Wiseman should have been <laughs> traded, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Better late than never, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think with Curry out, I think Gary Payne is another one who's kind of a regular season, going to be a bigger deal and come playoff time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like that. Houston Rockets. Uh, they gave up. They gain John Wall, Danny Green, Justin Holiday, Frank Kaminsky. Uh, they swap. They out got their... John Wall. Yeah, th- we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> what? <laughs> they swap out their I Milwaukee pick this off season for the Clippers pick, so they probably okay. gain let's say four spots <laughs> sure. on that pick. And they gain two seconds. They lose Eric Gordon, Bruno Fernando, Garrison Matthews. Um, John Wall going to Houston is hilarious, bro. If yeah. I was them, I wouldn't buy him out, and I would just be like, "Fuck it, you're on our roster. Go chill at home again." Like, After what he said about the organization before, I but like they, it feels like yeah. I mean, like it, it doesn't even feel like out of pocket. Like they fucked him over. Like they were like <laughs> telling him you can't like practice with the oh, team. Yeah, I, I do think they fucked him over. But I think it would be hilarious if they didn't buy him out. I think that's the funniest way for this to end. And, the, and they are petty like that. They are yeah, pe- they, are. they are. They're an immature front office, I feel like, for an immature team. They just say the craziest things. Like, I remember even, like, during the James Harden era, where, like, uh, which I loved, um, they were like, uh, Harden is the best rocket of all time. It's like, I don't know about that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Morey also is so out of pocket, like, anything he ever yeah, says. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Daryl Morey and James Arden, just get married. Just get married. Like, <laughs> I get you guys love each other so much. Why don't just, like, uh, keep, I don't want to hear about it. I, like, and the, PJ, too. PJ. Yeah, PJ. <laughs> PJ is, like, the third wheel in that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, like, pretty Eric, much every player they picked up, they're going to uh, probably wave. wave. Uh, none of them are that young, so they will. So they give up basically just Eric Gordon for uh, four picks higher in the first round, which is round whack. Picks, like which is... I feel like Eric Gordon could have gotten more, but whatever. Eric yeah, Gordon's good. Fine. He can help out um, a contender right now. Yeah, calling out uh, our boy Liam Fitzpatrick. If you're listening to this, I cannot believe you thought that Luke Kennard is a better asset than Eric Gordon in the group <laughs> chat today. That is mind boggling. Yeah, me. you just don't know. Or Eric Gordon's really good. Yeah. Anyway, Indiana Pacers gain Jordan Noir, Serge Ibaka. George Hill, three seconds, lose, straight up nothing. They waved Goga Badatse today, is all that they did. Uh, and it's not like they, they just straight up kind of... 
Um, that's great. Yeah, for Indiana. and they're, they're just taking money onto their books, right? Is that how this is working? Yeah. Okay. And I love that for Indiana. I love that they didn't move any of their players. Like right. they they're not like selling the season. Like they want this team to like try try and be good. And I like building that kind of culture in Indiana. Yes. You know, because uh, well, that is they like I think they as a franchise are the definition of being a 500 team you know yeah oh yeah <laughs> ever since like the paul george days well there's a year maybe where the victor or the depot teams were really fun but okay. like other than that yeah and like reggie miller was really good but like i think in general uh they're just loves chilling at 500 yeah oh yeah very average franchise mm-hmm. all right the clippers game bones island eric gordon and a second uh lose uh luke Kennard, john wall and drop the four picks that they like the the milwaukee oh right right yes that, with that they, they, they switched their pick for milwaukee yeah basically that is a unreal trade deadline. that is that's good. a 10 out of 10 trade deadline for me oh yeah for, we haven't been numbers. rating these but they don't those don't even deserve rating. yeah this is a <laughs> I love this it. is an a this is i an love a. it that backup back i bones <laughs> might start on this team like i think he's, I think he's uh, better than terrence man i think i'd start gordon over bones honestly uh, oh yeah, and just run no true point guard because yeah. Gordon can't really play make, but that's fine. But like you, you, have, you, you got like Paul George Gordon. and Kawhi have the ball every time. Um, yeah, it's like Bones Highlands that much of a distributor. Yeah, but it's great. Yeah, they get a second for dropping and like those upgrading points. Luke Kennard to uh, Eric Gordon is amazing. I I think. I yeah, like Eric Gordon's just better than Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard to Eric Gordon's a straight up upgrade. Yeah, you John lose Walton. a little bit in three point shooting, and you get literally every other aspect. You get the defense. You lose a lot in three point sh- shooting, but you gain a lot everywhere else. I Luke Kennard like, shoots forty five percent still this year. I feel like Eric Gordon has been shoots like thirty six. About oh really? Yeah, but he has Maybe, to track a lot on that oh, team. Okay. I feel like he'll be better. Like he'll get the Luke Kennard treatment. Right, Luke he'll Kennard, be going like thirty eight to forty. I'm thinking like, he's a great shooter, but the reason he shoots so well in the Clippers is who the fuck's guarding Luke Kennard? <laughs> yeah, like, facts. He, like even when there's like a Marcus Morris on the floor, like you got to put you, you probably double him to take a dude off Kennard. Like, right. Yeah. And yeah, I think great, great for the Clippers. It's a sad story for John Wall. He had that whole Players Tribune piece and everything. Um, it's just tough aging point guard. I would love, you know what? Us to pick up Washington. Them? Oh, should pick them up. Yeah, I agree. Who's their starting point guard? Like Marcus Morris or not? Uh, yeah. No, what's his name? Monte Morris from uh, oh. who used to be in uh, in Denver. Yeah, Put that would be there. cute. Put y'all all there. That I'd love it. Cool. Put him back with Bradley Beal. Like it's, yeah. it's his city, man. Like it come is. on. Like I feel like it's more his city than it's ever been Bradley Beal's city. Yeah. I feel like the well, fans love him more. Like he's a more exciting player to watch in his prime. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. that, that is cool. Let's stay in Los Angeles with the Lakers. The Lakers, like, realistically changed the roster the most uh, at this deadline. Uh, uh, aside from Brooklyn. Yeah, number number of players. But yeah, but Brooklyn, it's probably comparable. Like, actual number of players okay. in and out. But not impact, obviously. Yeah, not impact-wise. But, like, actual, like, right. players who are going to be getting minutes. Uh, so, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, Mo Bamba, Devon Reed. Two seconds. That's what they're bringing in. Cool. Russell Westbrook, Thomas Bryant, Patrick Beverly, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Jones, and their 2027 first is what's going out the door. This trade, this um, this this trade deadline for the Lakers is um, not enough, is what I would say. Yeah, I, I, like LeBron's putting a lot. I feel like if LeBron wasn't putting this much pressure on them, I think the move would have been to do nothing yes. with the trade deadline. But since LeBron's putting the pressure on them, I like it. Uh, it's it's fine. Um. Uh, Delos better fit than Westbrook. Beasley's um, a good shooter. He'll play ne- well next to LeBron. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's is, good. Is 
better than any player that they gave up. I think Mo Bamba is worse than Thomas Bryant. Yeah, he is. And Devon Reed is... Like, he does, he's not that good. Uh, and then the 2027 first is tough to give up. But, like, we'll, we'll have to see what the Los Angeles roster is looking I'm hoping, like at that point. I'm hoping they're bad, honestly. So that way uh, there's that whole... We can lose that narrative that Westbrook was the problem. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Westbrook was the problem. Mm-hmm. And they start winning games by actually having good shooters around LeBron and AD. And this t- traditionally, if you look at the last couple years and you look at like, um, what's it called? Lineup data, like, uh, what five players are the best? The best lineup Lakers have had is LeBron, Anthony Davis, and three shooters has always been the best lineups that they've had. Um, and then you're adding more shooters. So theoretically good. I don't think even close to enough to change, uh, anything. Oh, no. They're the 13 seed. I know they're like four games out of the four seed, but like, it's just not enough. They're not, yeah. Anything. I, I think it is a roster improvement. Um, I'll see what they do this offseason for that. I think they have Vanderbilt under contract next year on his rookie deal, which is amazing. Like, paying, I think he's getting paid four or five million and he's still under contract next year. Wow. That is great. Do you, like, like if they weren't giving up their 20, 27 first as part mm-hmm. of this deal, that is such great value. And right. like, you know what? Like, let's forget about the first. That's just good to bring in somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Russell's a free agent. Do you pay him? Do you not? Like, I take a look at Fred Van Bleet. Which Russell? D'Angelo Russell. Okay. Um, they gave away a Russell, too. Yeah, like... <laughs> Damn. I don't uh, know what Beasley's contract situation's like. I think... Uh, I know he's getting paid a lot right now. And I think he might still be under contract. Yeah, Russell... Russell's a weird dude. He's, like... Um, he's so up and down. Like, he was really good, obviously, with the Nets. And then he was really bad with the T-Wolves. But then, as of recently, he's actually been really, really good with the T-Wolves. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's actually, he was really sick of their playing game. He's a really clutch player. And I'll give him that. I love bringing him in after the T-Wolves thing because I feel like he's gotten used to playing a bit smaller of a role with the Ooh, T-Wolves. I see. And, like, he used to be a bit of a chucker. And I feel like now, like, he's not a good defender, but he locks in on defense. He'll try. And, like, he, like, he at least tries. And he's shooting well this season. Like, I yeah, feel like, you know. Yeah, his shooting's been really good. Um, and he was shooting bad. And then now he's at 38, which, like, I, I, I should have looked at what he's shooting in this month. But, like, he has really brought that percentage up. Because yeah. I remember his percentage was really low. And to bring it back to 38 means he's been, obviously, like, doing the reverse. So, mm-hmm. but not enough. I think it's, uh, and, like, why are you throwing away these picks unless uh, you're going to, like, they should have threw away both picks. If they're going to throw away one is my thing. Uh, I'm creating this one a C. Yeah, I give it a. <laughs> I think it's tough to not give it a C. I think it's dead average. Like, like, who cares? I, I don't think the twenty. I don't, like, if you're the Lakers and you have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, like in a vacuum. Well, to me, C is in kind a of vacuum. Bad. D's is those all go. Firsts first should not matter. Like, if you have those dudes right. on your team, because you should want to win now. It's just that this deal isn't going to make you win now. Yeah, but we'll see. Like uh, this off season, who knows? Maybe the roster next year is some great. T- As I said, Vanderbilt is a legitimate good piece to have on the roster for next year. And honestly, yeah. sometimes weird little shit like this just suddenly like turns it around. I don't think this is going to be one of those cases though. Yeah, and giving up just the twenty twenty seven first of all the fucking teams that could have some terrible bad case scenarios with the picks that they're giving up, it's just one first. They've already fucked themselves enough on the past couple <laughs> trades they've made that it's like, you know... I think they're going to be in hell for a bit as far as tanking. After, yeah, I just think they'll be... After I, LeBron leaves. I think they're the n- number one free agent destination, like, regardless of roster. Yeah, yeah. I remember you were saying that earlier, but, uh, like, I think it's an overrated thing to, like, bank on free agents. It's, like, it's just too hard. That's it why is... I don't, I don't like opening up cap space. Unless 
But like, if I'm the Lakers, I do like it. Because LeBron went there when they were bad. And, right. like, Shaq went there when they were bad. And, like, Kareem demanded a trade there when they were bad. Like, every time they get bad, some superstars like, hmm. There's I a lot of time in between all those things, though. Yeah, yeah. Kareem. There's like, years. Like, the years. Lakers win a championship in maybe 72. Kareem asks to go there in 75. Once, they're, once they've lost Jerry West and they start to get bad, right? And then uh, they're still bad with him for a couple years because they don't have enough to get magic. We all know how that goes. Which they drafted, which is yeah. why they need their picks. Which, which is another team's pick, actually. They trade Gil Goodrich for oh, the New really? Orleans Jazz's first round pick, which like, yikes. actually, Okay, um, you're right, you're right. And Kobe, too. They don't, they're, technically, it's a Charlotte pick. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Brandon Ingram wasn't, wasn't a bad pick when they picked him. Um, I would say it would be nice of him now, but they have a ring. On to our next team. Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, we'll, we'll keep this short. Add Luke Kennard. Lose Danny Green in three seconds. Who cares? Yeah, Luke Kennard's not going to play on that team. Uh, yeah, he'll maybe get playoff minutes off the bench. He would. I doubt he it. He figures into this the, team more than Danny Green. The would. the two or three games Jaws going to miss in the playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might get some minutes. Yeah. Whatever. They give up three I seconds. I feel like they should have made a whatever. big splash. They should have. Uh, I would have if I were them. They should have been calling our phones for OG. Yeah. Or something. They yeah, should have made sure. some like they have too many pieces that are too that are young, and uh, like eventually you're just gonna have to start giving. It's like how Atlanta just like um, gets rid of uh, Herder. Like they're gonna run into that problem where like they're just gonna have good players walk. Yeah, well, there's a best and a worst case scenario of that. Like the the worst case scenario is Atlanta letting dudes walk. Best case scenario is like Boston. We're mm-hmm. like, your homegrown talent, like, Tatum's good, and Brown's good, and right. Smart is your homegrown talent, and Grant Williams, and Robert Williams, right. and, like, you just, all these homegrown guys, they work out, and they all play well together. But Boston, it is tough to be Boston, so you shouldn't but, really use them as like, a blueprint. <laughs> for anything, yeah. It's yeah. like, the, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. uh, even the whole, uh, oh, we can turn our season around like Boston did last year. Like, Boston's yeah. a good franchise. Yeah. They can, uh, they can afford it. Which I hate to say, because, oh, as always, fuck Boston, but. Yeah. All right, Milwaukee. Add Jay Crowder, Luke, nice. Jordan Noir, uh, George Fine. Hill, Serge Ibaka, and yeah. six second round picks. Um, Mix is so funny now. The uh, the uh, episode of um, uh, How Hungry Are You with Drew Holiday. Have you seen the one where he like called? Oh, you sent me actually the oh, clip yeah. <laughs> where he like calls Giannis to. He's like, oh, if Giannis answers your uh, call, you don't have to drink this, and I'll drink it. And then he answers it, and then Giannis just starts roasting him, I and he's know. like, "You're not a chef. You're not an artist. You're a role player. You get rebounds." And now he's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. Serge Ibaka, if he gets cut from the Indiana Pacers, straight up. Bring him back to the Raptors. Yeah, I would love to uh, just love have that. him in Toronto. Just yeah. have him in the locker room again. Yes. Um, six seconds for Jay Crowder. Once again, if you're the Milwaukee Honestly, Bucks, that's good. If you're the Milwaukee Bucks, you don't really give a fuck about seconds. Um, I think it's a is, good. Deal. You could give nothing for Jay Crowder. I think Jay Crowder, like he just straight up has sat out most of the season. I know, um, but I think so. I don't. And also, like. I don't even know. Like, uh, we'll see. I think it's a good deal. I think because he, he'll play on their playoff roster and they're trying yes. to win a championship. He's and a good so PJ replacement. Seconds. Obviously, smaller player, yeah. but like, uh, maybe not actually in height, but like plays in smaller position. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's the kind of trade you want to make yeah. if you're if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, like yeah. small around the fringes yes. kind of thing. I think good. I think a. Yeah, I give him like a I give him like a, a B minus for that. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't think Jay like Crowder is going to be that big of a deal for them, but we'll see. He could be. Um, let's go to the T-Wolves. They get Mike Conley, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who's amazing. Good Canadian guy. Biggest part, biggest thing that they brought in, honestly. <laughs> Three second round picks. They lose D'Angelo Russell. 
Um, good. Um, D'Angelo Russell's contract's up after this year, and he's probably looking for uh, a fairly big mm-hmm. contract renewal. Mike Conley is making $24 million next year, so you're kind of just kicking the buck- the can down the road on your point guard. Right, um, but I think Mike Conley is what they needed. I think the team has too many... Uh, with like Ant Man and Cat, like you need uh, I would I would want a guy who can uh, who's like a really good distributor, a pass first kind of guy, mm-hmm. not a D'Angelo Russell type. My colleague's also a great three point shooter. We're only a uh, like three four years out from him being in the three point contest. Like, yeah. Uh, so it's not like you're even losing that much on there. I think this is exactly what they needed. Um, yeah, nice to see Nikhil there. Uh, we got to see him live on, mm-hmm. on uh, Canada. You get three seconds in there. Also, Mike Conley, the Mike Conley Rudy Gobert pick and roll sure. is proven to be a play that works. Right? Oh, I didn't like, even think like, about that. Like, you have years of Mike Conley. Uh, like, and he's re- the only guy on that team. Him and Joe Ingles are the only guys on that team that would ever pass. <laughs> right. Realistically. Yeah, they're the but reason yeah, Gobert like, averages like 16 or whatever. Like, Conley and Gobert, like, have legit chemistry. And I think it could, like, True. I think it could jumpstart Gobert's offensive season uh, just from having that pick and roll. He knows where Gobert wants in the post. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows what Gobert wants to do on a pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, um, I think, it, I think he's a good fit there. I didn't I, I like think this. about that. You know, that upgrades it. I'm going to give this an A. I was going to go like B, B plus, but I like that, the, the chemistry point, the Utah connection. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know. This this deal of Steam, like, obviously they're in a, uh, they want to win, right? As soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't think they will. No. The, the Gold Bear trade is going to be one of the worst trades ever, but. Uh, but I like this move, you know? Yeah, it's a good move. It's a good move. <laughs> Uh, New Orleans uh, brings in Josh Richardson. They lose Devontae Graham, four second round picks. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, value wise, uh, I think they got a little bit fleeced. But yep. fit wise, I think Josh well, Richardson is a better fit. Yeah, like four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you could have won. I feel like this should have been, like, a one for one. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. Who cares? If not, they're bringing in picks. Yeah. Um, honestly. Yeah, literally. Although it's San Antonio, right? Who they got Josh Richardson from, so they're not going to give up any of their picks. Right. Yep. Uh, Anyway, let's move on. Uh, New York Knicks. Uh, Bring in Josh Hart. Lose Cam Reddish, Svi Mihailuk, Ryan Archidiakono, and their 2023 first. Uh, A bunch of players who don't do shit, and they lose their first this. It's like, it's kind of like the Thad Young deal for us last year. Right. Where, like, you're losing your pick this year because you know you're going to be decent. Mm-hmm. To bring in like a marginal dude, and Josh Hart's relatively young, and he's nice, and I think he'll be good on that team. The, uh, New York's gonna like him. Right. Oh yeah, he's gritty. I think I think yeah. I think he'll be loved in the city. Yeah, I think he's, he's one of those players you like to have on your team. He's a good cutter. I think he'll play well with Brunson. Mm-hmm. Um, True. And yeah, he can guard like two through sometimes even four, depending on who yeah, he's playing the four. Good defender. Um, yeah, I like that for New York. You know, like they're making a playoff push, and they didn't give up too much to just bring in a, a, up, a talent upgrade. Yeah, also like, nice to see Reddish. Wait, where's Reddish going? Uh, Portland, I think. Okay, so he, he, is this all part of the same trade? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, whatever. I was going to say it's, it would be nice to see Reddish um, sort of get more of an opportunity, but honestly, he might get even less of an opportunity on Portland. Who knows? Um, OKC, bring in Justin Jackson, Darius Sarge, Who? three seconds for Mike Muscala and Darius Beasley. That's great. Just bring in more picks, OKC. Good job. <laughs> Orlando, giving up Mo Bamba for Patrick Beverly in a second. They're like, cool. Who cares? All right, now we're on to Philly. Uh, basically, what they're bringing is Jalen McDaniels in a first uh, mm-hmm. for Matisse Seibel, which I think is a... which. Or not first, Jalen McDaniels in a second. He's the worst McDaniels brother, but I do think it's a talent. Uh, a, uh, it's a fit upgrade and fit, a talent upgrade. Yes. Um, fit especially, like Matisse Eibel is a zero on offense. Right. Um, literally a zero. 
if he was an if he was a good defender, he would not be in the league. Mm-hmm. If he was an average defender, he wouldn't even like have, like he wouldn't been be drafted. In the yeah. yeah, exactly. He, like he's lucky he's an elite defender, but that's all he has going for him. So like yeah, having a player out there like I mean like Matisse Seibel, like you can't really play him in the playoffs. No. Plus like they're they're kind of flush with guards. So I think just increasing the size, the height of your players <laughs> is is good uh, right. in general. Right. Um have yeah, played cool. Uh, now, the question about Philly, because I don't think this is the important part. Do you think they should have done more? Or do you think there's no move to be made? I don't them? know. They're rolling. They're on a huge win streak. I think that, or not necessarily a streak, but I think they're like something like 17 or the last 20 or something like crazy like that. Like, yeah. They're rolling. They keep, keep it going. Yeah, I, I would I would be interested to see what kind of returns they would have gotten if they had uh, shopped around Tyrese Maxey. Because mm. uh, I think he's not a good fit with Harden. I think I, I like the Harden-Melton lineups more than the, the Maxey lineups. Been, they've been bringing Maxey off the bench here and there. Yeah, and, and he's been good off the bench. Good, yeah. But I would like I think his value is more than him being a bench player. I, I will have looked sure. around. I mean, if they couldn't get anything, sure. But like Maxi, if they have a first to give up, if they could give Maxi and a first to us, I would have taken that for uh, for like a OG, right? Or Trent, yeah, or like a like like just like any of our forwards. Uh, yep. Anyway, uh, we'll move on to another team. We already went over Phoenix, Portland. Portland did a lot. A lot of nothing. Uh, they bring honestly. in Matisse Seibel, Cam Reddish, Kevin Knox, Steve Hyluk, Ryan Archidiakono, uh, New York Knicks first round pick this year, three seconds. They lose Josh Hart and Gary Payne the second. I think their team is worse. After yeah, I agree. I'm looking um, at the names they got and I think Reddish, you can play in the playoffs and that's it. Can't play Tybal. Definitely can't play Kevin can Knox. Play, and I don't even know if you can play Reddish. <laughs> yeah, playoffs, honestly. Like, other than maybe some spot minutes. Yeah. Josh Hart and Gary Payne. You can exactly. play in the playoffs. They get a first. They get three seconds. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I said earlier, like, it's good to, like, make your star happy. And I get it that Lillard, like, he'd be happy if he was playing with high schoolers. He just, I just want to play in Portland. This mm-hmm. is my team. I don't want to go this fake route that everyone else does. Right. Like, are you guys fucking kidding me? Portland's front office. This is, this is your, like, you made your team worse to get future assets. Yeah. So we'll have to see what they do down the road. But I feel like there's been a bunch of trades like this. Like the CJ trade. Like they, they right. just didn't get much for him. And like... like and yeah, they like... Uh, they flip... Um, uh, oh my god. Trent for Powell. And then Powell for like a, like a second. Like Roko, a fir- one who like, like drop right yeah. away. Or, no, they send Roko over there in that trade. They send right, yeah, Powell and, and Roko for like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the Jeremy Grant pickup, but... Yeah. Like, another team, like, you don't think Bogdanovich? And Simons is good. Like, OG and Anobi. Like, you route that New York Knicks first, a couple of your own firsts, freaking... What if they just... Like, we don't even need, like, all that. We can just do Simons and... For Anobi. Maybe Simons in a couple seconds for Anobi? Uh, we'd probably have to give up for Simons. I think they like really? him a lot there. Yeah, I, well, they, we can, they, I would one for they, one. They traded CJ to, to try open, to open up, up spots for him. So, I think yeah. they really like him there. True. Um, San Antonio... They bring in Devontae Graham, Dwayne Dedman, Ken Birch, uh, the 2024 Toronto first, seven second round picks. They lose Jack oh Pertle and Josh Richardson. That A plus. If you're a tanking team, like that's what you want to do at the trade deadline. Yeah. You trade players. Jack Pertle's up for a uh, contract extension this next offseason. Mm. And I think they want to keep their books as open as possible. So when teams want to dump money. How do bird this rights work? Is that only for rookies? Uh, I think it's for any player in general. Do we now have Jakob Pertl's bird rights? 
Uh, yeah, I think we do. Okay. But, like, it's not like we would be able to give him that much bigger of an extension. Like, because okay. other, like, nobody's going to give him a max. Right, right. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, they're probably going to cut Dwayne Dedman. Ken Birch sucks. Yeah. We're, we're, like, Toronto Raptors are a team that Dude, has not a whole lot center. of center play. And yeah. Ken Birch has been out of the lineup all year. Yeah. Literally all year. Nick Nurse gave him a, tr- a try, like, maybe first month of the season for, like, a couple games. Yeah. That was it. Um, Canadian beauty, though. Devontae Graham's good. Uh, I don't know if they would keep him or even play him there. I'm surprised they didn't re-flip Devontae Graham for something else. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he's that young. And I think he's talented enough that you get something for him. But I think it's still great. Uh, a first and seven seconds for Jakob Pertl and Josh Richardson. Yeah, good, good job. Good job. Good job. Hey. Um, Toronto Raptors. <sighs> okay, we bring in Jakob Pertl. Uh, which I'm happy about. I'm honestly very happy about. I, I like Jakob Pertl. And yeah. uh, he's best friends with, like Siakam and like Fred from the bench mob. Like they right. were tight. They were tight. And I love that. We give up Ken Birch, uh, our 2024 first in two seconds. Oh, wow. You're upset that this isn't bigger. That this list doesn't contain more names that in the lost, right? I'm upset for two reasons. Reason number one, I don't know why we're punting on Achua right now. Like, right. Jakob Pearl, like, is okay, better. he's a free agent this offseason, right? So you're going to have to give him a new contract. Like, he is an expiring contract, right? Right. You give up a first for him. So feasibly, you're giving him a new contract. Yes. He expects to be a starter in this lineup because he is currently the best center on our team. But if you're giving him starting center money, then what about when Achua comes up in a couple years? Like, what's the... I just don't understand it without right. any extra moves around it. Like, I don't mind keeping this team together. I think this trade on its own is bad. I give this a freaking D for for the uh, Toronto Raptors in this trade. Uh, like, I get that we're upgrading, uh, like, a position of need in Jakob mm-hmm. Pertl. But, like, like if we're mid this year, we're not even going to get that good of a pick. Like, right. we're, we're already capped out. And if we want to bring back our players, we're going to be more than capped out. Like, how much better are we going to be next year? I don't year? know why we didn't throw away uh, this year's first. Uh, maybe they didn't want it. Yeah, like if we if the plan is to bring in Pirtle and be good, then throw away this year's first. Right, and they would want it. Like yeah. we're gonna be bad this year. Like there's a chance. Like there's a chance we're a bottom eighteen at right. the end of the season. And I think we are. Well, no, we're not sh- right now. But no, we're in the plan. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I I'm I'm pretty mad. Um, yeah, you're very very upset about it yesterday. It seems like you've uh, honestly toned it down a little bit. You, you got to sleep on it a little. bit. I did sleep on it yesterday. My <laughs> my quote yesterday, I think it was like Masai. I think Masai Ujiri, bro, send me most... to China, bro. He might, <laughs> has to be the most overrated GM in the league. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's the most overrated GM in the league, but I do think that this season's been a failure. That's mostly on him. Yeah, um, I don't know. What did Woj say in his tweet? Like now the Raptors uh, have a better idea of the value of their players. Like. Okay. Yeah, but like we won't Why? be able to move Fred other right. than a sign trade in the offseason, which we would get less for than if we were to yeah. trade him as an expiring. I don't know. All right. Well, they'll keep the boys together. Last. That's kind of nice. The last group. Uh, I got the list of just like. Okay. There we go. Utah Jazz. The game. Russell Westbrook. Montescano Anderson. Damian Jones. And a 2027 Lakers first. They lose. Malik Beasley. Jared Vanderbilt. Mike Conley. Nikhil Alexander Walker. In three seconds. Um, yeah, that Lakers first is nice for them. Yeah, it's nice, but it's like none of the three players that they got, are they going to play? And I feel like you... You don't think they're going to play Westbrook? I think he sells a lot of tickets. I think the owner is going to want to play him. 
remember the racist crap that happened against Westbrook in Utah a few years ago? Uh, no. Yeah, some fan said some sort of slur to him, and it was a big deal. Oh, really? Okay. I think that was did he try to go fight them? Yeah, he did. Okay, I do remember that. I do <laughs> when remember. he was in he Washington, was, like, held back. Yeah, 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 and they yeah, were, like, yeah, throwing yeah. popcorn on him and stuff. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, That was in Utah? Damn, but, that is um, tough. Yeah. Makes I, sense. Probably uh, the most racist city in the league. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I probably would cut him. I have a hard time seeing a team that Westbrook would be that good of a fit for he takes too many shots and he's too inefficient and if you were gonna go the route of him because he's a good passer to three-point shooters if you're gonna go the route of him passing to three-point shooters i would have rather had him uh malik beasley stick around for that Mm. um because i think he fits with him more than he fits with like a colin sexton um but the 2027 lakers first alone is nice enough that yeah it's still okay i mean it's a good trade just for that pick i wanted that pick badly i really wanted us to be making moves with lakers because i like i was saying earlier uh i don't even know if i said earlier but i think lakers gonna be bad and i was eyeing those picks Mm -hmm. also the fact that they said before the trade deadline that larry markin is basically untouchable as much as i think that's like nice from my point of view that's dumb I think it's good organization. Right. Like, good. he's your best player this year. He's an all-star being like, yeah, we have confidence in this guy. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good, yes. you know? Um, yeah, I just think three seconds, Mike Conley, Jared Vanderbilt, and Malik Beasley, and basically all you're getting back is a first with a couple expiring contracts, players who aren't really going to change your organizational future. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a wash. Uh, we'll have to see how that Lakers first turns out. Uh, I, 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 once again, I like that Vanderbilt piece a lot. Obviously, that Lakers first is worth way more than that. Um yeah, it was okay from, mm-hmm. from Utah. Pretty decent. I feel like they could have had a better deadline, but they did so well in the offseason with their trades. Right. So, like, who cares? They should really be tanking. They should have honestly, like, thrown Lowry away. But it, it is nice as an organization to establish that we're going to... You want to set the precedent that you're not going to just throw away your players. Yeah, also, I just don't think that there's that many teams tanking. So, I think it's pretty easy to kind of, like, try and still, right. like, get, like, a decent Also, pick. like, people aren't, like, fooled about the Lowry marketing. It's not like... You're really trading him for like all star level talent. Like, no, you, you, like, like you're not gonna get that kind of return. And like I might be wrong on that. Uh, maybe people actually do see him as that. But um, yeah, like it's like, it's it's a nice story. I would rather bring in like a Mikhail purchase than a Lowry marketing personally. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great point. Because yeah, that's exactly what I'm basically saying. I just think or trying to say if Lowry marketing's a big part of your team, what what kind of lost the plot. A little bit. <laughs> like, you're you're not winning shit. Yeah. If Mikhail Bridges is a big part of your team, like, you're going to be sick. Yeah, you can be a really You're going to, like, if he's your third best, like, he was the third best player in Phoenix right. for a lot of this year, and I thought they were pretty decent even mm-hmm. before they made that trade. Uh, at least if they were healthy. Like, I mean, and we've already been over that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like. Good job, Utah. Uh, oh, oh, average job, Utah. Yeah. Uh, I have five names down here at the bottom. Some guards that I think are going to be in the buyout market, realistically. Okay. Will Barnes already officially bought out. Okay. Who I think is the best available guard in the market. Uh, like, literally two years ago, he was playing defense, scoring 12 points a game, shooting efficiently from three in Denver. There's no reason why he can't go back to that. Uh, I think Danny Green is another very valuable one to any team because 3 and D kind of dude. Like, just take a little, take a roll on it. Why not try it out? Give him the minimum contract. Better than most players on, like, better than most 14th, 15th men on any roster. Um, and then there's, like, the Russell Westbrook, Reggie Jackson, John Wall, where it's, like, 
kind of, if you're a good team, you probably don't want those guys touching the ball too much. And they're kind of going to want to touch the ball too much. So it's like, I don't really know what the move is for them. Maybe a six man spark plug for any of them. Yeah. For all three. Um, but you want, I think Westbrook's the best of those three. Yeah. Well, that's why I have them at the top. Oh, uh, these are yeah, ordered. That, that, that's ordered. You, I, I, I don't know about Danny Green anymore, man. He's like, oh, that's a lot of injury. Like, it's yeah. a lot of time to miss out. I don't think his defense could be nearly as good. That's what I was thinking. But then I realized, like, just last season he was good in a playoff series against the Raptors. He was a genuine positive. You're right. Just last playoffs. And so, like, like when's the last time? I think he literally, um, don't people call him literally Icy Hot? Or, like, yeah. Like, uh, or is that is that from Space Jam? But anyway, like, I, like he's literally, like, the most, like, hot and cold. I think he was just hot that series. Yeah. Like, and if he gets hot. Like, he wasn't that good. Team? He wasn't as good as he was against us in the regular season. No. And I think, like, that whole, like, timeout um, and that injury, he's, like, I think he's just, like, just as good as, like, John Wall, honestly. He's going to end up... Well, like, I just think the ceiling on a 3 and D wing is higher than the ceiling on a spark plug point guard. Sure. Because, like, 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 a Danny Green, it's kind of... It's kind of like how, like, bringing in a Jay Crowder is a better sign of being a good organization than bringing in a D'Angelo Russell. If you're right. bringing in D'Angelo Russell, who's obviously a better player than Jay Crowder, yeah, yeah. it's like, why are we giving touches away on our mm-hmm. team? Like, uh-oh, like, this guy's going to be getting major touches. Yikes. Yeah. When Jay Crowder, like, it's a fringe move. He's going to be your eighth, ninth man. But, like, it's good. Like, championship teams. And that's what Danny Green's uh, ceiling is, is, yeah. is being a, a valuable I will also say, I think it, uh, buying players out is the most overrated thing in the NBA. Like, people are always talking about it. And I got into it. I was, uh, I was like, "Damn, Lamarcus Aldridge is gonna come to the Nets. Like, that's gonna be crazy." Like, he was okay. A he little was bit. good. Like, if he and doesn't have he that wasn't. injury and have to, re- no, he retired. Yeah, and then, and then, he, then he comes the back year. and he's yeah. not good. Yeah, after taking time off. But when he was first there, he was legitimately good. And even when he came back the next year, he was still like one of their top scorers on because, like, with Kyrie out, he was shouldering. But he like stopped getting minutes when he came back. Yeah, but I thought he was better than Patty Mills. On that, really? t- on that Brooklyn team. I think Patty Mills is the most overrated Brooklyn Nat since he got there. But, uh, interesting. Yeah, it's, he's just not that good anymore. Um, that's all I'll take. If you bring in Russell Westbrook, Reggie Jackson, or John Wall, you're probably not winning a championship. If you bring in Will no Barton or Danny Green, you're probably not uh, winning a championship. Like, maybe. Like, because Phoenix needs some depth wing dudes. So if they were to bring in, like, a Will Barton, sure. And he would play, like, legitimate uh, minutes. But, like,. I don't even know if he would, but he Will Barton might. I don't think any of those other four would. Westbrook might. Um, on a good, on a championship know. team, I don't think Westbrook plays on any championship team. I, mean, I think he's a bad player. Knows. I think he's like a. It's so weird, like because he was so good in Washington. Yeah, and, but like, like that was only two years ago. Also. But like Westbrook, like straight. Like, up, he's the only reason they were in the playoffs. Yeah, and they. But and like, they fucking, I, like what's the he's a fl- he's a floor raiser, not a ceiling yeah. raiser. Okay, and he's a ceiling lower. Right. Like, in LeBron's, did you know in LeBron's, like, record passing game, Westbrook had more usage than him? Oh, really? And LeBron was taking every shot he could at the beginning of that game. And then once he hit the record, he was out. So it's not even like his usage was getting dropped at the end of the game. Like, he was out. Like, his usage was freaking, it's crazy. And it was double AD's usage in that game. Like AD, AD was, um, it came out though, AD was legitimately sick, didn't want to play. Like, he wasn't going to play, but only because of LeBron, he wanted to be on the floor for that. Okay, because I did see the picture of him, like, sitting on the bench when, like, LeBron hit, like, the winner and, like, yeah. being away from the team. So that makes a lot of sense. In yeah. Back. Yeah. He, he, like, he was, uh, he's actually ill. Um, but yeah, I, I, like, Westbrook. Westbrook's also, 
Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I just spat. Um, <laughs> it's actually just water, not actual spit. Um, Westbrook's also my favorite player, so it's uh, yeah, I'm gonna fair. be like the most biased you can be. Um, but honestly, my my hot take: Westbrook get ready to play for the Guangdong Tigers next year, buddy. <laughs> he wouldn't. He would just retire. Before yeah, I know he would. He, he doesn't he, like he just love retire. ball. Oh no, I think you. I, I think he, he might go over there. Like Allen Iverson, I mean, Tracy McGrady, those kinds of guys went over there. Like, Did they? Yeah, both of them. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I did not know that. They played in, like, China or whatever? Yeah, at Holy the end of fuck. their careers. And they're similar to Westbrook, where they kind of just completely, at the end of their career, right. went, from, went from, like, an all-star within three well, years. Well, AI and Westbrook, I think, are the, like, clo- like people, skill-wise, more like Kyrie and is the AI, but, like, as, like, a person. Like, Westbrook yeah. is the modern AI. Like, the fashion, like, uh, guy that, like, um, everyone loves and, like, uh, doesn't end up really winning much um, other than an MVP. I just feel like uh, Westbrook's career is a, has a lot of parallels oh, to him. No, you, uh, yeah, I went to play in Turkey. Oh, still, yeah, like playing overseas. Yeah, to me that, that means the same thing. I think Westbrook could fucking would be league MVP of uh, whatever, like some oh, random other. Yeah, league. bro, are you kidding me? <laughs> Maybe not like Euroleague MVP, but I think right. he gets MVP in China. Yeah, Australia. Oh, he, uh, yeah, like I think he gets MVP in a lot of leagues, yeah, and yeah. I think he would be like so much fun to watch in one mm-hmm. of those leagues. Honestly, go team up with Dwight, bro. No, like, no, no, he'll get a, He will get an NBA contract for sure. I think he will, but I, I would not be surprised if he's, if out he's of like league bounced by the end around of next a couple season. teams and out. Like, yeah, I can see so it. Russell Westbrook wins the MVP in 2017, right? Yeah, signs a five-year contract after that season, right? Uh, or a five-year contract extension. Yeah. Uh, starts in 2018, right? Okay, so 2018 to 2023, 2018-2019, he's in OKC. The next year, the bubble year, he's in, in Houston. Houston. The next year, he's in Washington. The next year, he's in LA. The next year, he's traded to Utah. He right. has not spent two consecutive years on a team in a while. Yeah. And I don't see him doing it anytime soon. Well, honestly, OKC might bring him back if he wants, if he like says that it's like, this is going to be my last year for sure. Yeah. I could easily see OKC. Similar to Allen Iverson going back to oh, Philly at the end of his career. That would be cool. That would be um, cool. That's what I want to see. But yeah, uh, what, how, much, how are we doing for time right now? Holy poop. We are at more than an hour. All right. Uh, uh, we poop. might not even... Raptors on a nice win streak. Uh, we had Three a, in a sick row. game against the uh, Grizzlies. Facts. Big Scotty Barnes. Scotty yeah. Barnes has been so good recently. Yeah, he has been really Pascal, good recently. Pascal, like, diced up uh, I actually San Antonio. I did not see any of that game. Uh, yesterday, he was looking really good. Uh, in general, like, we're in a playing spot again. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, now that the, the right deadline's way. over, we know, we know we're not blowing it up. I feel like the mentality on the team will be better. Yes. And Jakob Pertl also helps the vibes. I think this was a good trade deadline for vibes. And you know what? Like, it's, I'm just fucking, I'm smoking the copium now because <laughs> I got a deal. Like, this is just the team that right, I have. Right. Uh, and I think the vibes are going to be good. And mm-hmm. I think that, you I know, so. like, we could move up in the playing race. And who knows? Like, I, shit, if we make the playoffs this year. That's nice. Like, even if we get swept, like, that has to be seen as a, as a success. At least, uh, at least, at least how it was right looking. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and especially because Scotty Barnes has been playing good again. Yeah. You like that. Uh, LeBron's the all-time scorer, right? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. It's... He... That was a sick moment. That was like... Uh, I've been... No game has felt that enjoyable to watch this year, I think, other than that one. Yeah. Like, it would have been nice to get the win. It and felt like it was, not get oh. hurt. And for him to not get hurt, which is bigger than... But it was just... It was just oh, yeah. That, that, that was... That sucked. Um, yeah. It was just such a celebration, though. It felt like I was watching, like, some playoff game that, like, really mattered. 
yeah. but it wasn't even that it mattered to me that he won. It was just like just such a celebration of his career. Looking back on it, they had like some really sick montages that they were playing and highlights. Shaq asked him, he said, now that you passed Kareem, are you the greatest of all time? And LeBron says, oh, well, I mean, that's up to you guys. Um, it's up to everyone, but I think I am. Bro, Shaq forced that out of him in that yeah. interview. He's like, so do you think you're the best? And LeBron's like, I don't know about that. And Shaq's like, no, I want to hear you say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Shaq. Former teammates. Eh? That's how right. freaking old LeBron is at this I point. know. That He's, old man up there in the booth, like yeah, he makes like Shaq Ben Wallace. Yeah, man, <laughs> bro, like he played in the league at the same time as Karl Malone. <laughs> uh, yeah, they never played with against each other though. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, really? They missed the games against yes. each other, or Karl missed the games? Yes. Yeah, yeah. One of them misses the game against each other. But yeah, I, I we are all lucky to be able to watch LeBron. And wh- how, that was a sick moment. How, however you feel about him as an all-time player, however you feel about him as a current player, uh, you gotta give uh, kudos to him for that. It is a tough thing to be that good in the NBA for that long. <laughs> yeah, it's um, literally unprecedented. Yeah. Uh, have you read the Kareem article that he wrote about it the next oh, day? Oh, no. It, it was... Uh, whenever Kareem, like, writes any long-form stuff, it's always mind-blowing. He's, like, one of the most well-spoken, oh, like, thoughtful that. people. What does he talk about? What's he saying? He's just talking about how, like, everyone thought that he was unhappy about it, but, like, he's just, like, very happy about it, and oh, it's really? great for the game. Oh, And good. how, like, That's he, nice. he was saying all this stuff about, like, how... Because Wilt was not happy, right, when Kareem took it? No, yeah, he was it. unhappy. Kareem, a lot of it was just about, like, he, like, he, people all think that he would care about it so much, but, like, he's, like, I'm, I'm a 75 year old dude <laughs> right. like i just want to chill with my grandkids and like Aww. do my charity work and right. stuff like that like i like i don't care as much about my records anymore if it was like 40 years, he was like if it was 30 years ago i might have uh, signed a contract that day <laughs> and gone onto a team to try and try and get some more buckets in <laughs> nice that's so funny but yeah i thought that was a you know just a great moment for them both. Also, Kareem said in that that it's his fault that him and LeBron don't really have a relationship. He uh, was like, LeBron said a while ago that we don't really have a relationship, and that's kind of my fault. Like, I'm kind mm. of, you know, not a super social person. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. it, it was great. It was great that Kareem was there for that. Yeah. Was there, was, it, there was such a good image of him handing that basketball to LeBron. I, the, the one, I don't want to be a downer about it, but, like, you see all the Lakers legends who are there. Like, obviously Shaq in the booth. You saw Magic there, James yeah. Worthy. There was one uh, one Lakers legend who was who was missing. Obviously, Kobe. Uh, yeah. Like it is so that sad was... that he wasn't able to be there for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's always gonna be a little bit. It's always gonna feel a little bit empty. Anytime the Lakers do anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, anytime like all the legends are together. Like right. remember when they did the NBA seventy five thing and like Kobe wasn't there and it's like oh right. man. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's just. One of the greatest to ever do it. So many greats have put on that Lakers uniform. I know, right? yeah. The, yeah, the two dudes <laughs> who break the scoring record, the last two, are, were both wearing Lakers uniforms when they did it. Yeah, and the one before that was wearing a Lakers uniform. Oh, when he did right. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Mikan had it for a bit. He was wearing a Minneapolis Lakers uniform nice. when he did it. Yeah, legendary uh, franchise. Legendary franchise, le- le- legendary guy in LeBron. Yes. Still haven't forgiven you for LeBronto, uh, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> They, they, uh, I saw a sick graphic that showed uh, all the buckets he's ever made uh, going in. Uh, you guys should look it up. 
It's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like every year and they show yeah. like from the dots and then like the arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then it like slows down for like the last one. Yeah. Oh, so good. Honestly, there's been a lot of cool ESPN graphics about this. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the jersey one. Did you see the one where it's like every jersey he's worn in his career? Um, maybe. Was it a like a computer generated uh, thing of LeBron walking? Is that... Oh, no, no. Oh, no. LeBron put that on his IG. It's like him walking and uh, he passes Jordan, he passes Kobe. Uh, like statues of them he passes a statue of carmelo and he passes a statue of kareem and then it's his statue like in the front uh oh and he's wearing different jerseys it shows like the jersey he was wearing when he passed all those dudes that is so sick man that's just some goat shit like lebron lebron is just crazy <laughs> i was gonna about to say we this is gonna be the last time we're gonna see a momentous thing like this but uh we might see ovechkin break the goals record Facts. in a couple years and, and you know what it's been crazy because um Judge just broke the American oh, League home runs record right. last year too. Feels like there's been a lot of cool stuff. But isn't like that. it only if you don't include the uh, steroids? Don't the steroids dudes still have more? No, the oh, steroids yeah. dudes played in the National League. Oh, yeah. you're talking about American League? Yeah, I see. Okay. not not MLB, but American League uh, record, which was cool. That was, that was against the Jays too, which is a little sad. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's next big event when Pascal Siakam gets the Toronto Raptors points record. that'll, yeah. be, a, that'll be a happy day. Facts. But I think we've gone a little bit too long already. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any parting words? Long live the king. Long live the king. Bro, hopefully a few more. Hopefully they get him more help than just D'Angelo <laughs> Russell and Malik Beasley. Hopefully his son uh, gets drafted by a contender. <laughs> and then he, he'll, go, he'll go to them too. Facts. Hopefully he goes back to Cleveland.